Good morning. This is John Murtha coming to you from WNZN Radio in Lorain, Ohio. That's 89.1 FM. Really good to have you tuning in this morning on this beautiful autumn day. We're here in Lorain at the station on Kansas Avenue with an engineer, Wanda Ewing. Good morning, Wanda. Good morning. And my good friend and assistant, David Abood. David. Hey, John. Good morning. Good to be here this morning. Yeah, it's a great morning, isn't yeah, it? Crisp, yeah, crisp, beautiful day. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I always like this time of the yeah, year. Yeah, me too. Before the white stuff comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say the winners are the price we pay for our autumns. Yes, yes, yes. But last week we had a really great guest yeah. on, and we have several lined up for the future as we close off this year. But uh, Mark McDonough, plastic surgeon, yeah. went through a horrific fire at age 16 right. and uh, lost his mom and a brother. And out of the pain, and while even in the hospital when he was getting skin grafts way back when, mm -hmm. God gave him a, 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 an encounter that was right. a really remarkable yeah. spiritual encounter. As a Changed result of that, yeah. he would go to medical school. He said he was not a good student, yeah. which mm. is interesting. Right. Uh, but after that, he, he, he had this another encounter with this little boy at the beach that was severely burdened. Yes. And he talked to him, yeah. and he says, that's it. I'm going to be a plastic surgeon, right. and I'm going to help people that are hurting like I was hurting yes. to make them. It yeah. was really, really quite So then he's able to administer to them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, especially given his faith now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even that book, what is it, Through the Fire, he wrote? Forged in the yeah, Fire, yeah. Forged in the Fire. I mean, so it was an incredible story. And then you and I were driving back in the car and said, man, you know, we got... We don't have any problems. We don't have any problems. Yeah. And, and I think all that stuff really keeps our, our faith strong. And uh, we see... What a great blessing this show is yeah. to have the you know the platform to just bring those people yeah. uh, out to the world. And I want to encourage everyone, uh, if you can't hear as good as any issue, and another way uh, to listen to us as well as live on radio is to go to the web, uh, just live stream us. Yeah, well, why, why, why don't you tell people again how to access yeah. us? Sure. You can go to WNZN.org and click Listen Live, or you can go to TuneIn.com, T-U-N-E. T-U-N-E-I-N.com, and then click on W-N-Z-N. Thank you, Wanda. Thanks, Wanda. So, uh, you know, we've been going through uh, looking at the Bible in yeah. the past, David, and mm -hmm. we would pick out different themes like uh, Moses, how he yeah. was a type or a picture of Jesus, and Joseph in the Old Testament. And we looked at the tabernacle, we looked at the temple. But I thought today what we're going to focus on is, is the whole role of a shepherd, right. both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and especially how it culminates in the person of Jesus. We're going to see in John chapter 10, he actually calls himself the good shepherd. But to set this up, when you look at shepherd in the Bible, it is like the primary uh, occupation, if you will. It's listed yeah. over 500 times the yeah. word shepherd. Right. And of course, when you think shepherd, you think lamb or yeah. sheep. So there's a, there's a connection with the two. And that runs through, we're going to look in a minute, from early Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation, mm -hmm. when we see the lamb that was slain and the good shepherd. And so, um, but when you think about shepherd, what comes to mind is like Abel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, yeah. Moses, David, Amos, yeah. on and on. You know, why, who's the first ones, uh, to, you know, when our Lord is born in Bethlehem, who's the first visitors, yeah. you know, is shepherds, right. lowly shepherds yeah. on the fields yeah, of Bethlehem. Yeah, they saw the star and they came and... Christ. So I wanted to look at that this morning yeah. and uh, the role of a shepherd. But it's, it is very interesting when you look at this because the first shepherd uh -huh. actually in the Bible is, is way back in, in Genesis. And this is, of course, where you're going to find uh, Abel. Uh, Genesis chapter 4, 
it will say in in verse 2 and in genesis chapter 4 verse 2 then eve bore another son this time the brother whose name is abel and he was a keeper of sheep yeah isn't that interesting it is you know that uh this profession is mentioned way back in the in the early genesis so he's a keeper of sheep there's your first instance of a shepherd yeah now why is this kind of interesting well, whenever something is mentioned the first time in the Bible, often has special significance. The first time priest or blood or sacrifice or love. Um, so too, I think it's very significant that this is the first mention of somebody that's a shepherd. Yeah. Well, what happens to Abel? Well, what we know what happens, it says in verse 4, of Genesis 4, Abel brought the firstborn of his flock and their fat, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering. His brother gets extremely angry, and of course, he, he brings him out to the field. God warns Cain that sin lies at your door. What are you going to, why are you doing this? And then he rises up, verse 8, and he kills his brother Abel. He kills yeah. the shepherd. Yeah. He's done nothing wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. And of course, the Lord says, where's your brother? To Cain, he says, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. It's a very important question. Yeah. And he says, the blood of your brother the innocent blood of your brother cries out from the ground. Yeah. Now, Jesus is the good shepherd, right? right. Yeah. He goes to his brethren, right. Israel. He goes to his own. Yeah. His own receive him not. Yep. He offers up a perfect sacrifice. Okay? He, like Abel, he's done nothing wrong. It's an acceptable sacrifice. Yeah. But his blood does not cry out from the ground for vengeance. His blood is applied to the mercy seat, even in the heavenlies, if you will, figuratively, in Revelation, and it cries out mercy and forgiveness. So we see this shepherd theme Mm -hmm. starting in Genesis is going to weave all the way through until the end of the book. Any thoughts, David? I know you were thinking on some of these. Well, yeah, I mean, um, in terms of Jesus as the good shepherd, uh, the relationship of believers with Jesus Christ is that of the sheep to the shepherd, like you said. But, you know, you can take a look at uh, verse John 10, 29. I I like this. Christ has received you as a gift from the Father. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. So really, um, we're a gift to Christ, and he's a gift to us. That's the kind of relationship it is in John. Um, And, you know, I I like the way that starts off so you can see um, where the relationship can go. You know, in terms of how completely connected uh, the good shepherd is to his flock and, and how that works. It's the relationship that we're supposed to have with God. And by giving that simile that, you know, uh, Jesus is the good shepherd, we can really look at how we're supposed to have the relationship with Christ and our Father in heaven and how freeing it is. Because if you have a good shepherd that will protect you, that will feed you, that will allow you to drink when you're thirsty and also sleeps in front of the door to protect you from any incumbents or any enemies, that is a very good feeling. You can trust that person or, or that, you know, Christ fully. And that's the relationship we have to get to, and, and that's why it's such a nice simile. You know, yeah. it kind of tells us how to do that. Right. Now, in the Old Testament, Moses is actually spoken of as a shepherd. He's shepherding right. the people. Yeah. A matter of fact, he was for 40 years, he was a shepherd on the mm-hmm. backside. Uh, when he was kicked out of Egypt, he flees a refugee. Right. So when we start with the Old Testament, we see that um, in Numbers chapter 27, verse 15, 
It says that Moses spoke to the Lord saying, let the Lord, the God of all spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation who may go out before them and go in before them, who may lead them out and bring them in in the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep which have no shepherd. Yeah. See, this is where he's going to pass it off to Joshua. Yeah. But the idea that when Moses leads the people out of Egypt through the mm -hmm. wilderness into the, he's like a shepherd. He's out front. He's caring for them. As you said, he's yeah. providing, he's protecting. Yeah. Now this is going to be passed off to um, Joshua. Mm -hmm. And when we come to David, again, what was David's occupation? He was a shepherd boy. He was a shepherd yeah, boy. Right. Yeah. And he, in memory, he had seven brothers. There were seven brothers all right. total. Right. Uh, but when the Samuel comes to anoint the coming king, mm -hmm. he will look and they'll say, they're going through all these brothers, Jesse's brothers, uh, sons. Yeah. And he finally comes to the last one, which is David. He's a, like a maybe a teenager. Yeah. And he anoints him. He's going to be the shepherd king which again is a picture of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Both were yeah. born in Bethlehem. Both come from Bethlehem, of course. Mm -hmm. But th there's an old adage that says, where man sees a shepherd boy, God sees a king. Mm. And that's true in our mm. own lives. Yes. Sometimes we over underestimate yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And I don't that's mean good. we should get puffed up or prideful, mm -hmm. oh, but yeah. we have to know who we are in Christ. Yeah. Uh, where, where men see, you see his brothers were all saying, not him, he's the youngest, he's small, he's, mm -hmm. he doesn't even go to war with us, you know. When we go out, well, he eventually will when he fights Goliath. But where where men see a shepherd boy, God sees a king. Yeah, and I think we should all remember that. Yeah, I, I like that, John. You know, I think the other thing that this does too is in John ten fourteen to fifteen. Not to jump around, but Christ knows us completely. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. Even though uh, Jesus knows us completely, there's times where I don't know myself. I don't know mm -hmm. about you. But he knows us completely, and he can make us into those kings that you're referring to. Just by following him and having his guidance is our good shepherd. And I think that's really the take-home message for this is the power that we have when we follow Christ and what we can do. Even though we think we're just, you know, normal people and, you know, we're just average, we really have incredible power with Christ. Right, and... Lead. Once it shifts, like yeah. we're going to shift, you know, you see it's a natural shepherd in the Old Testament that God alludes to that uh, Moses is a shepherd leading his people. Joshua was a shepherd leading his people. Then it shifts to God. And if you look at like Psalm 100, verse 3. Psalm 100? Uh, yeah. Psalm 100. Look at verse 3, if you will. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Okay, thank you, Wanda. Mm -hmm. Now do you mm -hmm. see how it shifts from a yeah. human leading? Mm -hmm. The metaphor, okay. Because yeah. literally you can see Moses or Joshua. They're leading up thousands of people across this wilderness yeah. out front. But now it shifts to God is going to put himself in the role of the shepherd. And we as people are following him. Right. In Psalm yeah. 95, uh, verse 7, it will say this. Um Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his, his pasture and the sheep of his hand. There again, it equates God as the shepherd and his people as the sheep. Yeah. That's a privileged position. But what's oh, yeah. interesting about sheep, you, you can't study shepherd without studying sheep it just mm. or sheep without studying shepherd. What's interesting about Jesus, he's both the, the good shepherd 
but he's also the Lamb of God. Yeah. Mm. You understand this juxtaposition? That, yeah. It, it, and Jesus is both yeah. the priest that makes an offering, mm. but Jesus is the offering too. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, Jesus does say, and John, to your point, most of the other shepherds are hired hands, but Jesus makes it clear that he's the yeah, owner Yeah, we'll get to that. Sheep. We'll get yeah, to okay. the hirelings right, and we'll, the whole we'll, thing. We'll do that later. Well, we move to yeah. the New Testament. Yeah. So what we're seeing here is that when these titles and that come together in Jesus, it's yeah. so remarkable because it's 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 paradoxical. Mm. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah, but yeah. he's the lamb. Yeah. You know, like I said, he's the alpha, the first, like but he's mm. the omega. He's yeah. A to Z. Yeah. You yeah. know, and everything in between, if you will. He's the he's the he didn't he says, I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. So he's the chief servant, but he's the king of kings and lord of lords. Yeah. So when you again Men could not put this book together. You, you could not have yeah. men over a period of 1,500 yeah. years, like all of us get together and we get yeah. good writers and we get, yeah. and we go, hey, let's put this together and yeah. let's put these yeah. prophecies in there and predictions. This yeah. book is so, is so incredibly wonderful. Yeah. If people will just look at it, that's why the psalmist prays in Psalm 119, open my eyes, Lord, that mm. I might behold wonderful things out of your word. Yes. And one yeah. of the reasons I appreciate this radio station, and Wanda, you coming in every Saturday like oh, this, yeah. is yes. that we can share yeah. with people yeah. what all of us are right. seeking Absolutely. is that God's word has not only just guides us, but it sustains us, but there's also like this um, enjoyment. Kind of like, whoa, what I call the wow fact. You yes, find am I right, London? You've had yeah, that experience? Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. You know, regardless of the weather, coming in for this show, being with the two of you, and yeah. having the ability just to talk about the Bible and, and to share the good news is, is worth every second of it. Absolutely. So, you know, we do feel very blessed in that regard. Absolutely. And I also, when coming here, we were just sharing before we went on the air how the Lord has blessed me this year to just travel the world. And the thing that I think about is getting back on Saturday mm. to share that, what I've experienced. Wow. Wow. <laughs> knowing great. that you two and your wife have been praying for me <laughs> and have been covering me. Oh, that's and awesome. back souvenirs yeah. from Marie in Maryland. Oh, yeah. And just talking about what God has done. Yes. It is just amazing. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful fellowship. Yeah, yeah it is. And but, but that's really what it's all about. Yep. You know, so, all right, John, go ahead. Yeah. No, go, David. Well, I, I was just going to say, you know, the more you look at this, uh, just the relationship between the shepherd and the sheep, you realize that the hardest thing for me, because I, I've always, I always did things alone. You know, I started yeah, right. my first company when I was 15, uh, and I always did things alone. It was hard for me to find mentors that, that I could take in. But the key problem was trust. trust. Mm -hmm. I always was doing things on my own as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and so it was hard for me to trust mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. And uh, w w what you find in this relationship is if you have complete trust yeah. in Christ, yeah. your stress, yeah. your issue with being hungry, yeah. your concern about being protected physically, mentally, yeah. that all goes away. Yeah. It is an incredible relationship if you allow yourself allow to fully it. trust Christ yeah. and, and the Lord. Yeah. You know, and, and when you do that, you will see that even though when you have problems, if a wolf jumps in to the to the hand house or whatever it is, you know, into where the sheepfold are, you still know that Christ is at the door. Right. And there's a way for you to navigate through it. So, you know, I, I think when we look at the whole story and, and we, we're looking back and forth at it, that's really you know, the take-home message for me now as a Christian is how that how it works. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you know, here's the thing why we need a shepherd. There's many reasons. But when you consider all the animal kingdom, mm -hmm. 
The lamb is really kind of pitiful. Yeah. You know, they don't have claws. They yeah. don't have sharp teeth. They don't have a loud bark. They don't, they're, they're really. When, when, they're, when we were prepping for this show, I was looking at images. Yeah. There's a sheep sitting down below a cliff. The shepherd boy is looking down. There's one in the river who's about 50 feet away from everybody else. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding? But that's us. Well, not only that, it's like. We're, it's like they that can't run fast. Right. Look, look at the yeah. lamb. They can't run fast. They don't have claws. They don't have they sharp have no teeth. Protection. They don't have yeah. a, a growl or a right. roar. They don't look threatening. No. They look like little chicken McNuggets on the horizon dead. for a predator. You know, they're coming out. That's why we are so yeah. dependent. Yes. Uh, that's okay yeah. if we're like that, if we realize our shepherd covers, yeah. Yeah. protects, mm -hmm. guides, provides, yeah. rescues, heals, yeah. cleans. You know, yeah. that's the beauty of it. And and the lion is, yeah. if you read Book of Revelation, I'm teaching yeah. that now, but 26 times the lamb. I think that's one of the keys to the Book of Revelation is the lamb. Yes. It's mentioned 26 times. Yeah. And when you see the lamb as it was slain, you understand why he's the lion of Judah. Mm. There's a, there's a, there's a, the lamb conquers. Yeah. You know, yeah. yes, one. Yeah. You said something powerful. It's, it's, a, it's really, really amazing how the, this example is used, but it also re-emphasizes how much the Lord wants us to depend mm -hmm, right. on Absolutely. Yeah. everything. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, and in a culture we by, live in. And by doing that, sorry, John, by doing that, yeah. you see you see what you receive in turn. Absolutely. If you, if, you, if you allow yourself to be dependent on Christ for all things, if mm -hmm. he's the center of your life, yeah. you will see the gifts he brings you like you just talked about. Yes. Yeah. And you'll see the breadcrumb trail. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he starts off slow, and then he'll start to give you more and more yeah. Uh, gifts to let you know you can continue to trust even further, and that's really where the, what this is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and it seems yeah. it goes counter to our popular culture oh, no because popular yeah. culture says be a self-made man <laughs> or pull yourself up by your own bootstraps right or Frank Sinatra, yeah. I did it my way. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> that's maybe not the best you way. That? You, you never let me see <laughs> you know, on the show. I could be my dad always saying but, Frank Sinatra. And give, yeah. the beauty of this is a yeah. he is the provider. He he blesses us. Mm -hmm. Us and all of us can right. go around the room and tell mm -hmm. about answered prayer yeah. just in the last six months. Yes. But yes. he is worthy to receive thanks. Once Amen. you know, we can say, Yeah, he he Amen. did care for me like a good shepherd, he did provide for me. Yeah. And that is a yeah. powerful thing. Yeah. The other thing about sheep that's very important mm -hmm. is they have to stick close to the shepherd, but they also have to stick close to each other. Yeah. And that's why fellowship is so important. Like Wanda was just saying, like the three of us yeah. coming together. Yeah. If you were coming in by yourself, John, on those winter days, it might not be as easy, or yeah. even though you're doing the right thing. So it really helps pull your efforts forward. Yeah. No, and again, popular culture, mm -hmm. self magazine, you deserve a break today, mm -hmm. army of one, you know, on and on. The, yeah. uh, the, the yeah. individual, yeah. That, well. You know, we have to go from me to we right. when we become believers. Yeah. It's a whole yeah. different thing going That's on right. here, you see? Yeah. So yep. now let's look at Ezekiel 34 where this is where the Word of God sets up what's known as the evil or the false shepherds and the good shepherd. Yeah. And then we'll transition to the New Testament and see how this re uh, goes in with uh, our Lord. And uh, look at uh, chapter 34, verses 1 uh, through 4. Whoever, Wanda or David, whoever finds that first. Ezekiel, Ezekiel 34, 34, 1 through 4. Now this is God declaring who's the false shepherd, and then yeah. we're going to transition later in this chapter to the good shepherd. Okay, Ezekiel uh, 1 
through four. Thirty-four, one through 34, four. One through four. Uh -huh. Then the word of the Lord came, say, came to me, saying, "Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and tell them that this is what the Lord says: Woe to the shepherds of Israel who only feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed their flock? You eat the fat, wear the wool, and butcher the fattened sheep, but you do not feed the flock." You have not strengthened the weak, healed the sick, bound up the injured, brought back the strays, or searched for the lost. Instead, you have ruled them with violence and cruelty. Okay, thank you, Wanda. Yes. Do you see? What, 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 is, what is the false shepherds doing? What's some of the things they're doing? If, you, if somebody said, well, explain this to me. I, it, it's... It's a metaphor, but it's very clear. Well, the shepherds take care of themselves. Spiritual leaders are yeah. doing what? Right. Selfish. Yeah, taking care of themselves. Out for their own needs. gain. Right. right. Yeah. What about right. when they say, you have not strengthened the weak? In other words, you haven't helped an unbeliever. Yeah. You haven't helped a new believer. Yeah. You haven't helped or pastorally cared for somebody that's uh -huh. going through difficulty. How about what says, you have not healed the sick? Yeah. Yeah. What if somebody comes to you as troubled and you don't have time for them? You see? Then it says, nor did you bind up the broken. We live in a world of broken people. Yeah. I mean, the Bible declares that. It's just, yes. but in a right community with the proper shepherd, they're going to attend. One of the things the shepherd does is heals the sheep. Yeah, you know, they get broken they foot, and yes. and then he says, um, "You don't seek out the lost." We're yeah. going to see that when we come yeah. to John chapter ten, where Jesus seeks out the lost. Yeah. They were scattered. There was no shepherd. We're going to see that in Matthew nine. My look at God calls them my sheep. Verse six. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill. My flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth, and no one was seeking and searching for them. Do you understand yeah. how God is saying, yeah. this is going on today in a sense. Right. So yes. many people are not in a uh, flock, and not in a community of believers, yeah. in a church, yeah. under pastoral care and authority. This Man. is like a major you. problem. I'll yeah. tell you. you know, I'll tell you. Um, and so now... He says, look, as I live, verse 8, says the Lord, surely because my flock became prey. In other words, they're open to all kinds of strange yeah. doctrine mm -hmm. and false yeah. teaching and mm -hmm. the cults. Now he's going to shift gears and now look at a true shepherd or what we're going to call a good shepherd. Verse 11 through 13, uh, through 14, okay. same chapter. Well, this is what the Lord God says. Behold, I myself will search for my flock and seek them out. As a shepherd looks for his scattered sheep, when he is among the flock, so will I look for my flock. I will rescue them from all the places to which they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples, gather them from the countries, and bring them into their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines, and in all the settlements of the land. Thank you, Lana. And maybe verse 14 and okay. 15. I will feed them in good pasture, and the lofty mountains of Israel will be their grazing land. They There they will lie down in a good grazing land. They will feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will, oh, that's good. One more. Uh -huh. I will tend my flock and make them lie down, declares the Lord God. Notice here God specifically yeah. saying he is the shepherd. Yeah. Now this is so important when it swings yeah. into the New Testament and Jesus takes this right. title and applies it to himself. Mm. What he says in John chapter 10, mm. we get to that. Mm -hmm. I am the good yeah. shepherd. Right. Well, when, when the rich man comes to Jesus mm. and says to him, 
good teacher, yeah. what must I do to gain eternal life? Remember what Jesus yeah. says to him? Why do you call me good? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. only one good, and that's God. He wasn't saying he wasn't God. He just says, why are you calling me yeah. good? Yeah. When Jesus says to him, <laughs> to the crowd, I am the good shepherd, shepherd. Right. Right. He's he's aligning himself yes, with these yeah. things back in the yeah. Old Testament. That's right. You see, that's good. Yeah. and so look what God does for us. As yes. you know, as mm-hmm. Wanda just read, yeah. he searches, uh, he seeks out. Yeah. He 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 brings them in to be a people. He gathers right. together. Protects. Verse thirteen. Yeah. Um, he feeds. Right. That's what we're doing really. Is just yeah. right now feeding on the Word of God. Yeah. I will feed them in good pasture, in the fold of the high mountains. I will make them lie down. You know, some of us has God has to get us to rest a little bit. Something. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Absolutely. We'll look at that in Psalm yeah. 23 in a minute. Yeah, that's. I will feed my flock. I will make them lie down, says the Lord. I will seek out which was lost. I was look at all these benefits that the good shepherd does, but then he wants us shepherds, anyone that is shepherding people, discipling people, yeah. to have these qualities to Absolutely. us. You know, yeah. God puts people in our life that are broken, yeah. that are hurting, that want to know the Word of God. Yeah. You know, it, it it's just amazing uh, when you see all of these qualities. The, the, and, and this really leads into Matthew 28, um, which is a different subject matter, mm-hmm. about creating disciples. Yeah, right. And, and the only way that you can get to people to help God with that is they have to trust you and you have to have this kind of relationship. This is hard to have this kind of relationship, even if you don't have every facet. I mean, I don't know how many of us will lay our life down for you know, somebody we just met, but, uh, you know, the, I think overall this kind of relationship allows us to create disciples mm. in some form, even if we can grab just several of the character traits that Christ had is the shepherd to the sheep and we're the sheep, but yeah. I, I think that's important just to tie that into. Yeah. It's a good mm. point, David. Now look at Matthew chapter nine, just for a moment. Okay. We'll see uh, how we're bringing it fast forward in the new Testament, but this is where, um, Jesus is going to say, um, you know, my, my, my sheep are scattered. Look at uh, Matthew chapter 9. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let me just get there. Yeah, I have Matthew 9. I don't know what verse John wants to. Uh, I want verse number um, where they are scattered. All the sheep are scattered. And he's, our Lord is going to now send the, the people out. Look what he says. Um, in verse uh, 36, chapter okay. 9, verse 36. Sure. Okay. Verse 36, the workers are few. No, no. Uh, okay. Chapter 9, verse 36. Okay. Uh, let's see. Don't, don't I have chapter 9? See, it says... Matthew when, 9? Uh-huh. Yeah, but when, 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion yeah, for them. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Do you see that? Yeah. It's just like Ezekiel 34. Right. Mm-hmm. Our Lord, the good shepherd, is now present, and he yeah. looks out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just, and he looks out. He's got a crowd. It says yep. the previous verse, he was just healing and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it says, uh, now he's going to send out his uh, workers, uh, yeah. the disciples, to meet this need. The, but look at the corresponding one in Mark chapter 6, verse 34. This illuminates okay. just a little bit more of this Mark very verse. Six. Verse 34. It illuminates this very sentiment that Jesus is expressing. When Jesus stepped ashore and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd and began to teach them many things. Notice, what's his first remedy for sheep that are scattered? 
teach them many mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Why are people scattered today? Why do people not belong to church today? Why are people not under pastoral authority? Why are people lost mm-hmm. and far away? Mm-hmm. Start teaching them the yes. Word of God, getting them stronger, 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 so they understand the Word of God. Mm-hmm. That's why when Jesus commissions the apostles in John chapter 21, he tells Peter three times to do something. Yeah. What? He tells him three times to do something. Feed my My sheep. sheep. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Three times. Usually when the Lord repeats something twice, that's important. Three Mm. times. Why? Because people need good teaching, solid word of God teaching, to be strong enough to understand, oh, this is what I should do. This Mm -hmm. is what I should not do. This is why I should belong to fellowship. This is what... And without that... We're scattered, man. Yeah. We got big issues today. No kidding. You know, uh, you know. You're talking about yes, bunny trails, yeah. But you know, it's so amazing how Jesus compared, when he said, when he kept asking Peter, do you love me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Peter started getting in his feelings, and his feelings was hurt. Yeah, right. But he was trying to get to a point. Yeah. He said, if you love me, mm-hmm. you will feed my sheep. Right, yeah. right. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, compared that yeah. to how, if you love yeah. me. Prove it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. prove that yeah. by feeding yeah. my sheep. That's a good point. That's a very good point. It, it, it's it, not just a sentiment. Yeah. Yo, oh, I love you. Absolutely. You know, it, It's a sentiment that involves uh, manifestation. Yeah. If Absolutely. you really love me, yeah. I'm leaving, but here's what I want you to do for my little sheep. Right. And this is this is so important wow. today. Yeah. What you say, Wanda, because the word love is a concept. It's yeah. abstract. Yeah. It's like it's almost like gravity or, yeah. or time itself. It's mm-hmm. it, it can manifest itself right. in action or words yeah. or deed. But just say when you say I love someone or I love the Lord, mm-hmm. well what does that mean? Yeah. But when you, you take his Jesus says, If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Right. If we go and, and especially on this aspect of teaching or sharing his word uh, with others because why? Once they've imbibed that word, they can go out and share that with others. Yeah. You see, you started a chain reaction. Right. Exactly. Uh, it is the most important thing we can do. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a paradigm shift, especially in today's society, John, where we're running so fast. This is a lot of work being a, somewhat below Jesus as a shepherd to other people. It's a ton of work. You know, it, it's physically and mentally a lot of work to do it. I mean, Wanda, wouldn't you agree mm-hmm. in terms of investing in yeah. people, yeah. getting them to trust you, yeah. living their lives, yeah. and then professing the word? Yeah. It's a lot of work. But yeah. what we're talking about here today yeah. is how meaningful that work is yeah. and how many blessings you get back 10, 100 fold mm-hmm. by doing it. And, and that's really what I think we need to convey, John, to folks listening, is that, yeah, it's a lot of work. You can take baby steps, but mm-hmm. the rewards are a hundredfold. Yeah, right. They're a hundredfold oh, yeah. on what we get back. Yeah. yeah. And You'll start to see it yourself. It's yeah. dividends. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's turn, you opened up in John chapter 10, where Jesus is going to take this title yeah. that's been ascribed to God in the Old Testament and mm-hmm. assign it to himself. Mm-hmm. But before chapter 10, of course, we have chapter 9. Now, what happens there? is this blind man. Are you in 10 or 9? Uh, 9. Okay. Then I'm going to go to 10. Okay. But in chapter 9, Jesus starts this, uh, chapter 9, mm-hmm. by yeah. declaring himself to be, in verse 5, I am the light of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, right after this, he encounters a blind man. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. what he's going to do, often Jesus will make a declaration 
and he'll 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 exhibit it through a practical illustration. Mm-hmm. What I mean yeah. is, he'll say to the woman at the well, "Give me to drink of this well," mm-hmm. and and then then he starts talking about living water. Mm-hmm. Right. He feeds the five thousand with bread. Mm-hmm. Remember the five loaves. Yes. And then he starts saying, "I'm the true bread come down from heaven." You see how he he moves yeah. right from yeah, from yeah, a, yeah. A, a tangible to a spiritual. So he says, "I'm the light of the world." Well, I'm going to in a sense give light to this man. Yeah. But he doesn't just give him physical light. You know, that his eyes can now see. Right. He's going to give him spiritual light that right. he's going to declare Jesus. Mm. Look what he says in verse 36 of chapter 9. In 36 and, uh, through 38. Who is he, sir? He replied. Tell me so that I may believe in him. You have already seen him, Jesus answered. He is the one speaking with you. Lord, I believe, he said. And he worshiped Jesus. Then Jesus declared... For judgment I have come into this world so that the blind may see those who see may become blind. Do you see what he's done here? He's got spiritual eyesight. Jesus is, you know, but now what happened right previous to that, the Pharisees kicked him out. Mm. They kicked him out of the temple Mm -hmm. and Jesus goes and what? Finds him. Remember when Jesus Mm -hmm. says the good shepherd leads the 99? Right. And goes and seeks uh, yeah. the. That's what he's doing here. Yeah. So therefore, what's the next chapter tell us about? The good shepherd. The good yeah. shepherd. Do you understand uh, how, this, yeah. how this thing is uh, tied together? Yeah. Yeah. Linkage. Yeah. Link. Okay. Yeah. So. Do I go to Jan ten? Yeah. So now, when we come to ten, uh-huh. this is the famous account where our Lord is going to say, um, "He is indeed the good shepherd." Yeah. Uh, he says in verse 7, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door. There's one of his I am statements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All who ever come before me are thieves, robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Mm-hmm. I am the door. If anyone enters me, he will be saved. Mm-hmm. That's a very important point. Yeah. The idea, but look at verse 10. That verse 10 is very important mm-hmm. for believers and unbelievers to understand. Wanda, do you have that? Sure. 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it in all its fullness. Now, if yeah. people memorize any other scripture verse yeah. besides John 3.16, which you always see in football <laughs> games, know, and the other, right, yeah. which is a very important verse, this yeah. is the verse. Yes. Absolutely. Who is the thief? Mm. Yeah. Thief is the enemy. Yeah, He's saying, he comes to do what? Rob, rob kill, kill, and destroy. And destroy. What does he want to rob? How does he rob? What does he rob? He wants to take us from the path of eternal life, right? Eternal life, our health, our mental well-being, our happiness. What's he wants to kill? A marriage, an abortion, uh, our finances, physically, physically, cause people to get so depressed they lead to suicide. All of these things are wrapped up in this, right? He, that's, yeah. But in the same verse, Jesus says, I come that you might have life. That's eternal salvation, right? Right. But not just that, that you might have life more abundantly that's what we were talking about right wanda yes that's that's what we're talking about here when we're when we're following the path and creating Mm. disciples when the when the prodigal son came home yeah in luke chapter 15 it says he came to his senses and he starts walking back to his father right Right. yeah now consider this he's coming up that dusty road that dirty road the father is looking at him from afar off yeah that the father in this parable is the father is god the father right Yeah. yeah He's, that tells me God sees us no matter where we're at. Mm-hmm. He's always, we can't get out of his eyesight. Yeah. He's omniscient. Yeah. He's omnipresent. Here comes this son. 
Who runs to who in that parable? The father. The, the father. father. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. I've lived in overseas for years. Wealthy people do not run. <laughs> they don't run. <laughs> okay, they don't do this. Yeah. They have somebody else yeah. run. The father runs. That tells you about the love of God. You mm -hmm. take one step towards him, he takes 10 steps mm -hmm. towards you. What does the son have to commend himself to the father? What does he look like coming up that road? No, he's covered in mud and... <laughs> what has he got he in his in pockets? No money. <laughs> Zero. Just what yeah. has he done to the family name? Oh, destroyed, destroyed it. Yeah. What does he look like? What does he smell like? Yeah. What does the father do? He sees him. Yeah. He runs. He hugs. He kisses. What he's doing is closing the distance. Yeah. He's closing the distance. Yeah. Draw like nigh into God yeah. and he'll draw nigh into you. Yeah. The, the, the son says, he, what he wants to say to the father, he rehearsed this earlier, Father, may I'm no longer mm -hmm. be, I've sinned against you and against heaven. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me a servant. Mm -hmm. yeah. The father stops him when he says worthy. Yeah. He doesn't allow him to say, mm -hmm. make me a servant. You yeah. know why? Yeah. His acceptance to his father was not based on what he could do. It was based on a gift of the father to him. Right. We are not in a performance-based relationship with mm -hmm. God. It's yeah. by grace and grace alone. Right. Oh, and yeah. so he brings like him that. into the house. Yeah. Does he make him a servant? Yeah. What does he do? Bring him the ring. Yeah. Bring him the robe. Yeah. Bring him shoes. Yeah. Get the music Peace. going. Kill the, the fatty calf. Let's yeah. get a part. He, this yeah. is the abundant life. Yeah. That's why when you study what God yeah. has done for us, yeah. he just doesn't give us peace. He gives us peace beyond understanding. Yeah. Yeah. He gives us joy yeah. unspeakable. Yeah. Do you understand these yeah. superlatives? Yeah. yeah. Gives us People, wealth in all areas. We, 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 are out of, yeah. we got out of the bondage, yeah. out of Egypt, right? right. Through the blood yeah. of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. We got to get out of the wilderness. That's if right. you're still walking the wilderness, you got to get out of that wilderness <laughs> and into that promised land. There's yeah. still issues in the promised land. There was oh, giants. Sure. And a, yeah. But man, we got to get into that promised land because yeah. there's the abundant life. Yeah. There's the abundant life. Last, Rhonda. What is so powerful in all of these teachings, I was reading in the scripture, even in Luke, when the prodigal son went back to the father, the first thing the father had was compassion. Mm -hmm. yeah. when, when Jesus refers and mm -hmm. speaks about the lamb, before he goes into what he's, his message is, he has compassion. Yeah, exactly. It's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point. God's heart, Jesus yeah. says, I did not come to condemn the world. I came to save the world. The mm -hmm. Old Testament says, God says, as I live and saith the Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's not, it, God, this is the heavenly father. When that son comes up the road, there's nothing yeah. that it commends himself. When I came to Christ at age 27, I had nothing good yeah. that I could offer, or my good works or whatever I did oh, yeah. and this and that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always remember when somebody was leading me to Christ, and they were using the Roman road, Roman chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He says, do you believe this, John? You've sinned and come... I go, I got that worked out really good. Yeah. But I want to know how to appropriate. I didn't understand how, how to receive Christ yeah. or to grow in Christ. Yeah. I didn't know that. Right. I just thought, well, I'm going to be more religious. Mm -hmm. I'll quit smoking. Mm -hmm. I'll Absolutely. quit. But that wasn't it. He says, no. By yeah. faith, receive him now. Yeah. To as many yeah. as received him, he gave yes. you the privilege. And then, as Peter says, yeah. as a newborn baby, desire the sincere milk of the word. So yeah. he walked me along, and then the lights went on. Absolutely. I said, now I got it. But that, yeah. yeah. Yes. For those, someone who's listening, mm -hmm. who, who's keeping in tab that God doesn't do, mm -hmm. just call out to him. Right. And when you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and that you repent of your sins, you are immediately, hmm. you become 
his child. Exactly. And you become heir to the same kingdom that John, mm. David, myself are heirs to. Right. You don't you don't have to work up or 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 level up to that. You immediately you're given access. Exactly right. Absolutely. That's, the newborn right. baby yeah. has the same right of inheritance yeah. that the 21-year-old son in a family right. does. You it, see, it's it, not it's based an, on what they've yeah. done. It's yeah. not. It's, it's based a, on the gift. It, it's an incredible inheritance. You know, Christ owns us, and he, but the, the beautiful thing is he'll never abandon us. Like in the story of the prodigal son, mm -hmm. forgiveness immediately. Right. Forget about what you've done. If that's paralyzing you, yeah. don't let it. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, these these parables and, and these uh, texts in the Bible are there to tell you it's immediate forgiveness immediate. and mercy and grace. Immediate. Exactly And that's right. what it's all about. That's that's something I didn't figure out until 10 years ago. Here's and the so thing, I, I always would look back at what I did wrong, mm. and I kept allowing that to drive how far I could go to be a disciple mm. of Christ and also disciple other people. That held me up. That's just as paralyzing as the enemy getting you distracted with your phone or work or yes. with addictions. That's just as distracting as thinking you're not good enough right. to help other people right. see the Lord. That's the, and that's so the accuser. I, I want to erase that, you know, that, that thought process right away, and that's the enemy doing that. That's the that. accuser it's of the, the brethren. Same way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now look, this is a good point Wanda brings up and David brings up. It's this. There's many Christians today, maybe some even listen to this radio program this yes, morning, yes. that are living under the weight and yes. the guilt of sin that is already forgiven. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's a ball and chain that God has set us free right. from. Lay yeah. aside every yeah. weight yeah. of sin that's always right. there. And what it is, is they're still in the courtroom. Right. Yeah. And they haven't come out of the courtroom into yeah. the living room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you go, as Wanda says, and you receive forgiveness, mm -hmm. and by faith, mm -hmm. you receive him. Turn your back mm -hmm. on sin, receive the free gift of salvation. You move from the courtroom. That's yes. justification. Right. You move into the living room. Right. Yes. You're yeah. a child of God. Yes. Yeah. Don't, yes. You're, it's not probationary. It's right. not probation. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, there might be people listening today, yes. that, that are guilty and feel, well, God can't use me. Yes, I can. came to Christ when right. I was a teenager, yeah. and I really messed up, and yeah. here I am. No. Yes. The, his mercies are... Yes. New every morning. Every yes. When Peter says, Lord, well, how many times should yeah. I forgive somebody that fits? Seven times? Yeah. Which was the complete number. He goes, seven, seven. times, 70. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. man to man. Right. But how many times does God forgive us? Yes. You understand? No yeah. I'm just That's concerned there's too many about. people yeah. that are carrying a heavy weight yes. of yeah. forgiven sin. Yes. They are. You see? Yeah. Jesus says, come unto me, all you labor of the heavy yes. laden. And I will give you rest. Let me give you an illustration. Yeah. His farmer was going to town, and he had a sack. He had he had some crops. He had yeah. he had the, the, things full of all this merchandise and that. It was a heavy pack. He laid it down on the side of the road, and he's hitchhiking. And this pickup truck comes by, stops, and says, "Yeah, I'll give you a ride to town. Get in the back." And so he's driving along, and, he, and the driver looks in the rearview mirror, and he sees the farmer sitting on the bench in the back of the pickup truck, but he's still carrying a heavy sack. Mm -hmm. He goes, he stops the truck. He goes, "Hey, man, why are yeah. you still carrying a heavy sack?" He says, yeah. "Well, I was so." Grateful that you picked me up. I didn't want to put the whole weight of this thing on your truck, too. <laughs> he goes, come on. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. It's yes. Pilgrim's Progress, man. Yeah. Let the weight go. Yeah. It's yeah. Free. If it's if you don't feel it's forgiven, just mm -hmm. confess it again. Mm -hmm. John says, First John mm -hmm. chapter 1, if we say that we have no sin, we lie and the truth is not in us. Yeah. Yeah. But if we confess our sin, yeah. he is right. faithful and just yes. to forgive us of 
all our sins. Yeah. Now that's the Apostle John includes himself in right. that. Yes. Yeah. By that time in his life, he's probably extremely holy and uh -huh. you know all this. But he's saying, if we, yeah. he includes himself. Yeah. He didn't say if you. Yeah. He says we. Yeah. But here's 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 God. God's a loving Father. He wants us to be, you know, to come to Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's an amazing thing. So look, we'll close on this chapter ten, and then we'll move forward. Now, that's when Jesus says in verse eleven, John chapter ten, yeah. "I'm the good shepherd." Yeah. Right. There, that's it. He, he, this, this, the, the declarations that Jesus is making. You don't, you don't have. You can't say he's a good prophet right. or a holy man. Uh -huh. He's all those things. But if he's, you cannot have a prophet of God making this statement. No. You want to say no. Moses or Elijah or Isaiah? Yeah. You're not going to get that. That's them why he to say, calls himself the owner of the sheep. He, this is an I am yeah. statement. I am the mm -hmm. good shepherd. Now this is inserted now. That wasn't in the Old Testament. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Yes. Now here he talks. He's just not the good shepherd yeah. leading, providing, mm -hmm. guiding. He says, now I'm going to give it. Yeah. But he says, the hireling is one who is not a shepherd, he just does it basically for, this is a yes. teacher or a preacher or a yeah. minister that just does it for the benefit of cash. Right. Okay? Right. He'll flee uh, when the hireling comes. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he doesn't, you know, uh, he doesn't care about the sheep, he says. But he says, verse 14, I am the good shepherd, mm -hmm. I know my sheep, and am known by my own. Yeah. See, yeah. here's yeah. the thing. Growing up, I knew about Jesus, mm -hmm. but I didn't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. See? Uh, yeah. If I say, yeah. I, it'd be like me saying, I know about LeBron James. Right. Okay, but I don't know LeBron James. Yeah. And certainly if you said to LeBron James, do you know John Murphy? He says, no, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Right? So too, Jesus says, there's people going to come to me on that day and say, Lord, Lord, didn't I do this in your name? Didn't I do this? What's he going to say? Depart from me. I yeah. never knew you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See? Mm -hmm. I know, like I said, yeah. I know about LeBron James. I read about him. I followed him, his career from high school up where. Yeah. But, but I don't know him. Right. As a personal friend, I don't know him that way. I can say, hey, let's go to lunch together. And certainly if you ask LeBron James, do you know John Murtha? He said, I don't know him. You understand this? Yeah. This is a very important point. It is. Yeah. A very important point. Very Absolutely. Okay. okay, now Jesus says, um, he, he, he speaks of this intimate union. And then he says in verse 16, mm -hmm. and other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them I must bring in. And they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Who's the other sheep? The non-believers. Yeah, yeah who's who's he speaking to predominantly here? He's in Jerusalem. He's speaking to Jews. Who's the other oh, sheep? Yeah. Yeah. Gentiles. Yeah. That happens when yeah. Jesus' death, burial, resurrection, he says, now go make disciples of all oh, nations. Do right. you understand? Yeah. He's going to bring them in, one shepherd, and therefore he says, as verse 17, therefore my father loves me because, notice this, I lay my life down and I take it again. This is very powerful, verse 18. Yeah. No one takes my life from me. Right. You understand this? Yeah. Uh, not the Roman Empire, right. not the U.S. Mm -hmm. military, yeah. not right. Russian nuclear yeah. bombs. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. It wasn't nails that kept Jesus on the cross. It was his yeah. love for his you choice. and for me. Right. Yep. You see? It yeah. was, it was, he, nobody, he, he yeah. even told Peter, he goes, Peter, I could, I could pray now. I'll get 140,000 angels down here. Yeah. They'll scorch earth this place. Yeah. He says, no. He says, this this is a man that could raise the dead, that could calm yeah. a storm. That, he says, nobody, he, I love this, where he says, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down on myself, and I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it up yeah. again. Wow. Yeah. You see, th you're yeah. going to get no religious Absolutely. teacher speak like this. No but there's a, there's a little secret in here for each one of us, where he says, no one takes my life from me. There's things that we don't have to do, but we do because we love the Lord. Yeah. And we have a choice, times. 
Lord, I don't want to make that phone call. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get with that guy. Yeah. He troubles me. I don't want to listen to his problems. Yeah. I know he needs prayer. Yeah. We do it willingly. Right. He's, God's not forcing us to do it, but yeah. if we feel it, mm-hmm. we do it willingly. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. a small thing, but it's an important thing. Yeah. It's an important thing. And so yeah. then it goes on, of course, where he says, uh, he talks about he is the singular shepherd. We hear his voice and right. we not hear another. Have you ever heard a teaching or a sermon and it doesn't sit right with you? Oh, you yeah. don't know, but there's something wrong with it. Right. You don't know what it is. That's the Holy Spirit within us where we don't hear his voice in that. Something you ever take two magnets and reverse the poles? Sure. They go, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, there's something wrong. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Because you know the voice of, of the Lord, the truth. Uh-huh. And there's something about this teaching or something about this book that's a little bit off. Sometimes that can be a little indicator, mm-hmm. like a light on the dashboard. Mm-hmm. That's something ain't right. I don't yeah. know what it is. But that's the Holy Spirit saying, check it out yeah. a little bit further. Because mm-hmm. perhaps the Good Shepherd is giving you a little warning. Mm-hmm. Don't forget we're sheep. Yeah. We're prone to wander. Yeah. Remember the song? Yeah. Prone mm-hmm. to wander, Lord, I feel it. Take yeah. my heart and mm-hmm. <laughs> seal it to the thrones <laughs> above. So that's it. And then mm-hmm. we close this. Uh, when you look, and we'll close it on uh, Psalm 23. And it's a perfect picture mm-hmm. of the shepherd. But um, what I like, of course, we'll turn there mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll kind of bring this to a close. But mm-hmm. Psalm 23 is the ultimate psalm, I think, of the good shepherd that mm-hmm. displays the good mm-hmm. shepherd. And it starts out, whoever has that, they'll read just the first sure. three verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Now look at that. Yeah. Look at the personal pronoun in there. Yeah. He leads me, not us or our. Right. It, it's, it's very uh, intimate. Remember it says, yes. my sheep my, know my voice and it's another an, window. It's home. a very intimate individual relationship. Yeah. So then That's he what says, it's all about. so what is he doing here? What's some of the benefits that we get from this good well, shepherd? Well, like nothing. Yeah. You know, Are we he, laying down in green pastures by a waterfall? Hey, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, really, seriously. Are you kidding? So yeah. he says, um, notice the, the one thing we see here is that he makes us lie down in green pastures. Yeah. Sometimes God has to get our attention and make us right. rest a little bit. Yes, mm. you see, exactly. He not yeah. only feeds us, but yeah. he provides rest for us. Right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, keep yeah. going on the next verse there. He guides me along right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You're, you are rod and your staff. No, notice they the protection. Yeah. Even in difficult times, right. he feeds me, he makes, gives me rest, mm-hmm. he leads me beside. We're all going to go through a difficult time. Absolutely. We're all going to suffer loss in Absolutely. this life. But to know, I'll never yeah. leave you nor forsake right. you. Okay? That's right. Yeah. So now? Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So then you prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Look at that. Yeah. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, That's the ultimate thing. The ultimate gift is eternal life. It starts all these practical benefits, and it ends up he's walking with the Lord through these valleys, and then all of a sudden he's walking where? Into eternity with them. Eternal life. I like that. Yeah. But... uh, yeah. So we just covered a little bit uh, oh, what yeah. this. Uh, what, as we move through the Book of Revelation, which mm-hmm. I'm teaching now, I'll start bringing in some of those highlights and sure. those insights as we move yep. through this uh, 2020 season. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you, Wanda, You're for thanks, Wanda, getting everything on the right track here with the radio, and David, and um, we have a special guest next week. Yeah, Larry Morrow, Mr. Cleveland. Is that what he's called? Yes, uh, he's called. He was on the radio for 40 years. Uh, he introduced, I think, five presidents. 
And uh, we're blessed in that he's available next Saturday. He's got quite a story. And uh, so we're excited to have him. Yeah. They'll and then we, we yeah. have some other guests lined up. Right.